Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Thank you. Now, can you hear me? Can they hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. Praise the Lord. Okay, you missed the whole first half. I'll start all over. <laughs> yes, this is Resurrection Sunday at Miracle Outreach Ministries. Amen. Praise the Lord. You missed the first part, but okay, I'll give you a little synopsis. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. And we're happy to be saved. Amen. Amen. We would all be in hell, but Brother Bill would not be laughing about this. We would all be in hell if Jesus had not intervened. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But he did. And we're alive. And we're alive in Jesus Christ. We're not dead in sins and trespasses anymore. Yay! Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if everything else goes wrong, Jesus is right. And we have who we need to make it through. You know, we have who we need. It doesn't matter what else goes off kilter. As long as he's still on the throne, it's okay. Amen? Amen. Amen. His word is truth, and we can depend on it and rely on it. Amen? Amen. Amen. It doesn't depend on how we feel or what our circumstances are. It depends on our God. We made the right choice. Amen? As backward as we were, we made the right choice, which proves that you can be absolutely halfway out of your mind and still make the right choice. Amen? Amen. And our God restores. He brings you back to life. Yay! Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he arose from the dead. Amen. He took the keys of death and hell from Satan. He preached to the saints that were in paradise. And then he kept on doing what he needed to do. Amen. Amen. And he hasn't stopped yet. And neither will we. This is a great day. It's dark outside, but it's bright on the inside. The Savior who is the light of our lives and the light of the world is still reaching for men, women, boys, girls, and infants. Yes, infants. He's still reaching for them. And we're still in agreement. Amen? Amen. We're still in agreement. 
There are people that we know are not going to make the journey to heaven with us. Well, they made their choice. However, we've made ours, and ours was the right choice. Amen. Our choice was the right choice. No matter what they have, you see, they might have gotten that inheritance. They might have all that money. But you've got Jesus, and he's worth all of the silver and gold and far more. So you can't ever be poor. You can't ever be destitute because you have what life is all about. He owns it all. And they surely can't take it with them. Amen? Amen. Amen. They cannot take it with them. They were dust, and they'll be dust when they leave. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm very pleased with the things that I'm beginning to see the Lord do in the ministry saints. He's beginning to break us out of what would have been a traditional kind of mode. He's taking our thoughts and he's taking us in a direction where we can see that our lives will be vital in the earth and that we can't sit here and just say, woe is me, that's out. The woe is me days are gone. If you haven't thrown yours in the garbage yet, please locate the receptacle and drop them in. Amen. The woe is me days are over. You've been born again. You don't have woe is me. Amen? Amen. And if you backslide, then you need to email me at gproom at outlook.com so I can pray for you. Praise the Lord. In fact, There are some people in this ministry that have backslidden. So, Lord, before we get started with everything else that we normally do, we're going to take a moment and ask you to have mercy on them. They knew that they were doing wrong. They heard enough of the word to know that what they were doing was wrong. They know. They know. They don't need us to tell them that. We're just asking you to have mercy upon them and to restore them to the faith in Jesus' name. They went the wrong way. They made the wrong choices. They followed their flesh. They know better. Yes, they do. But, Lord, you have mercy on the backslider. You have compassion. You don't want any of us to perish. They thought they could do it out there. They were strong enough. Okay, we know what to do. I heard enough of those sermons. I know what to do. And they found out it didn't work that way that you call us into a flock, into a congregation. There's strength and power in our numbers because you are in our midst. So, Father, we ask you to help them to see, to drop the scales off their eyes, and help them to realize what they actually need to do. My address remains gproom at outlook.com. We thank you for it. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, Lord, what they really do is they sneak up on the website and they try to type a little something in and hurry up and get off before I get on. I know about that. I've caught a few of them. Mm-hmm. I know about that. See, they think they can half do this thing, but that's not the way you are. It doesn't work that way. So, Lord, help them to get it right, you know, because right is right and wrong is still wrong. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much for everything you've done for us. Well, saints, it's that wonderful time again when we get to repent of our sins. Amen. And we get to celebrate, celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, whose name is above every name, every name in this world and in the world to come. Amen? Heavenly Father, we have blown it, as you well know. Many of us have already come to you to talk about our situation of disappointment, disapproval, and sin. And we ask for your forgiveness. I I forgave and I repented. Other people forgave, and they repented. And you're delivering all of us. You know, Lord, sometimes there are things in our lives, and we think it's one thing. But when you point out to us what it really is, we are in shock. And we realize that, okay, Lord, that's not supposed to be in my life. I am redeemed. And we come to you, Lord, with these situations and these spirits that have been in our lives for some time. And we thought, well, maybe that's gone away. But then it rears its ugly head and we know, oh, no, you're not gone yet. You're just trying to hide. So, Father, we repent of all that is not right, holy, pure, just, and righteous. We ask for your mercy, not only for ourselves, But for those that have backslidden from this ministry, yes, Lord, they're doing their thing, but sooner or later they're going to have to come around to your thing. Amen? So we ask you, Lord, to have mercy upon them and to restore those that will allow you to restore them. Rumba bababa reke resela de yosunda randa la de yosunda da breke de diola la diasa hey where sin doth abound your grace doth much more abound your grace is sufficient for us your love is greater than our sin thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Thank you so very much. Now, Lord, I'm going to allow everybody their their minute or so to talk to you privately. Amen. And then we will proceed. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Hmm. 
After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. That means dead. That means dead. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, you are teaching us how very important it is to follow Jesus' example in doing your will instead of our own. Father, we delight to do your will. O Lord our God, we shall keep your word within our heart. We will learn to guard and to protect our hearts with all diligence. You have told us, Father, that out of our hearts flow the springs of life. Father, we ask that you would fill us with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. We desire to walk worthy of you. We want to walk pleasing to you and to be fruitful in your end-time harvest field. Thank you, Father, for giving to each of us an abundance of wisdom and understanding through your word. Thank you for revealing to us the mystery of your will as you determine. Father, we love you, and we love your word, Jesus Christ. We will not let your word depart from our mouth. We will meditate upon your word day and night. In depending on your grace, we will observe and do according to your directions in the scriptures. Thank you for your promise, Lord. As we obey your will, you will make our way prosperous and bless us with good success. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all his demonic agents, all of our underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel 
all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agent, their tactics, and the powers that they use. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, spying, surveilling, peeping, whispering, familiar demons, electronic, digital demons, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marine spirits and their attacks. We bind the principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness from our native birthland in Jesus' name. We pull them down in the name of Jesus Christ. Break it in the name of Jesus. We bind our Leviathan spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all seducing, womanizing, quartum spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, all beams, the work of every druid. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, Force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, that we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains of darkness and fetters of iron. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We thank you, Lord, for your hosts, for your angels, for your angelic army. 
attending to our prayers, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Every attack that has been launched against the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries, we take authority, dominion, and power over the principalities, rulers of darkness, and powers that initiated it in Jesus' holy name. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We chain them and cage them in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask, Father, that they be removed out of the way. We pull down all their protections of the witches, the warlocks, the wizards, the sorcerers, the shamans, the globalists, whoever they may be. We pull all their protections down, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. That the name of the Lord Jesus Christ reigns. He reigns in every situation. We return to sender. Every attack that's been sent against any member of this ministry in Jesus' name. We call down the fire of God. Thank you, Lord. On the demons in the name of Jesus. That's right. They couldn't get it done if it weren't for the demons that they conjure up. We call down the fire of God. On their sacrifices, on their rituals, on their vows. On their enchantments, on their cursing. On every work of the occult and witchcraft and false religion that is done. We call the We bind the Easter bunny and the Easter eggs in Jesus' name. We bind all idolatry in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all rituals to a demon spirit in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attack, all mystic rituals in their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, everything coming from the satellite that are now bound in Jesus' name and covered with the blood of Jesus Christ coming off the satellites, off the cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' holy name. We return to sender. We bind the Lord of the flies in Jesus' name. We bind the water spirits from the deep. They torment the people of God with sexual dreams and sexual fantasies and sexual delusions that did not come from the holy living God. We send them right back and use it to tie them up in Jesus' name. Their own evil works will destroy them in Jesus' name. As the scripture says, we thank you. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We take authority, dominion, and power over all root works that were done over us when we were but itty-bitty children, Lord. All the witchcraft that was done over us in the womb, all the witchcraft that was done over us shortly thereafter, all the witchcraft dedications, all the witchcraft sacrifices 
that were done for our lives. They had no permission from you, and their wickedness goes back from whence it came in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, in your mercy today, as we celebrate the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you take the blood and go back to that time when someone did something to us, Lord, without our permission and consent. They violated our innocence in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for erasing it from the timetable of our lives in Jesus' name. It no longer has any effect on us. It's been washed under the blood of the Lamb. Somebody took advantage of our Lord, we thank you that that event and those events are now bound and changed, and they go where you tell them to go, and they can never come out again in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, because you're great. You're greatly to be praised. Amen. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean, Latin American, Jamaican, Haitian, Mexican, black and white magic in Jesus' name. It shall have no dominion over us. We return, we bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We uh, bind all shape-shifting spirits. Lord, all those shape-shifting devils in our neighborhood, you know, they shape-shift into a cat or a bird or something else. Father, we bind them in the name of Jesus to their shape-shifted form in Jesus' Let the angel of the Lord chase them in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the angel of the Lord chase them in the name of Jesus Christ and put to them the sword in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. 
and it is worldwide. We bind our free flying devils, Reki Haranediosu, we bind our free-flying evil spirits. They haven't found a body yet in Jesus' name. We bind them so that they will never find one in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. And all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. The sun shall not smite us by day, nor the moon by night. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. Father, with every ethnic or cultural group, that moves to our country, whatever our country is. They bring their powers, principalities, and rulers of darkness with them. They were not invited. They're illegal. So we take authority, dominion, and power in the name of Jesus over those same principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness, and worldwide from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We bind them all in Jesus' name. We release the power in the name of Jesus against them. For every false religion that they, that they brought into our country, regardless of what country we are in, we bind up the evil powers that came with their evil religion in Jesus' name, with their idolatry in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull them down. They have no place of authority in our homeland in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to have any place in the spirit realm, in Jesus' holy name. We put them into the spiritual cage, and we turn them over to God, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We bind their wicked principalities and their wicked practices and traditions and customs that amount to pure idolatry in Jesus' holy name. It shall not have effect over the Christians in the nation. It shall not have an effect over the Christians in the nation in Jesus' holy name. Rakia barre de se ruku ho rakia tarabare se lederia. Ruka de debrisha tarabriki de se lederio suraka. Yarraki se, we bind the people of the land. And their principalities and the gods of the groves and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract. Confused, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile. 
assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender. We return to sender. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, devil's mark, Avenging, blowback, vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. We send back all water and marine spirits that were sent against us in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, and every juju in Jesus' name. Returning. All Nigerian, Haitian, Caribbean, wizardry, sorcery, black and white magic in Jesus' name. Returning all tribal rituals in Jesus' name. And the witchcraft of the Chaldeans returned in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits. Yes, we do. All voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, the New Age Movement, the Great Reset, and the lies of the pandemic. Make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind tyranny, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them into the spiritual cage and lockdown in Jesus' name. We bind all demonic human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We send them into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, every form of rebellion, every form of rebellion, every form of rebellion, scoffing, error, 
worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Apollyon, Zeus, Neptune, Python, Molech, Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet in his 72. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness and fetters. Yes, and fetters, Lord, fetters. Put them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name, and we turn them over to the Holy Spirit, who knows exactly what he's going to do. We undo the work. Of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, cotton coal, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, pact, vow, prayer, and those of the associated organizations and their wicked religion in Jesus' name. We break its power. It has no grip over us in the name of Jesus. We are the redeemed of the Lord, and we say so. Father, there are those of us who need to make a permanent disconnection from persons in the Masonic realm. We ask that you speedily bring this forth in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our life. We bind being misled. We return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads, as well as their mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. We call for justice this morning, Lord. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. But especially for Christians that are persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord wants me to say that there are some of you that are enduring witchcraft attacks because you have to learn to fight without quitting. You have to learn this. You have to stand in battle until the commander-in-chief says, enough. You have to learn to continue to battle without stopping. That's how wars are won. And soldiers have to be battle ready at all times. Some of you are complaining because of the skirmishes that you have with the witches. But I'm here to tell you, you need to thank the Lord for them. Why? Because you have to grow stronger. And if God just lets you sit there with no attack at all, you would sit there and get flaccid and lazy. You would not sharpen as a soldier of the Lord. You know, there's this song we used to sing about, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. I promised him that I would serve him till I die. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. So instead of complaining, thank him and give him praise. Evidently, you need some more sharpening. You're supposed to be a sharp threshing instrument. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, if you think I got here with no battles, you are sadly mistaken. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we disconnect from ourselves. Amen. We disconnect from ourselves. Every demon that has followed us was sent to us or transferred to us in Jesus' name. You know, most uh, most uh, ministries don't do this much warfare over their people. They don't do this much warfare over their people. I do a whole lot of your warfare. Come on now. You got to pick up your part too. Amen. There's your part, too. The doctor says, well, you've got, well, you've got to tell your body, no, you don't. By the stripes of Jesus, you've been healed. Well, the doctor says, well, it looks like this. He said, well, no, Jesus said, by his stripes, I have been healed. I don't care what lying uh, wonder you're looking at. What Jesus says is the truth about me. You need to speak to your body. You know. Your mind gets foggy. You need to speak to your mind and say, I forbid you to entertain brain fog. Jesus didn't give me any. He gave me a sound mind. So I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I send you into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Now get out of me now. I mean, come on. That's your part. Amen. Put your, anoint your little fingers like you're supposed to with the oil. Put your hand on your head and ask the Lord to heal your mind. He'll touch you. 
He loves you. Amen? That's the power of the resurrection. All right. God, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Tell him what? <laughs> I'm in the middle of a prayer and Jesus wants to talk. Okay. Yesterday, I was out planting some roses. Now, I've had rose bushes before. And when the last one was struck by lightning and I finally had to take it down, I said, well, that's the end of roses. I'm not doing any more roses. But Jesus caught my attention one day and said, buy this. And I said, I don't want to plant any more flowers. But that didn't mean anything because I bought them just like he said. That's how that works, you know. He said, and you do. That's how that works. And so I bought them. And so they they were sitting in a box, and I was waiting on what I thought was going to be the perfect timing to do it. Well, yesterday turned out to be the day. And so I was out there, you know, putting the dirt in in the in the container and putting a little fertilizer in and planting them and saying, okay, grow. <laughs> Grow. You're on your own. He said to buy you, I did my part. You're on your own. So, what? Tell them what. Oh, I have to tell you what they mean. Okay. I have three different rose bushes now. And one rose bush is in memorial to my mother who passed. Another rose bush is in memorial to my grandmother who passed. The other one is to Pastor Pat, who passed. And so that's what I used to do. But then I went to vines. Well, the vine is doing what the vine is doing. But he made me go back to my original practice of getting the roses and putting a rose bush when I have that kind of a loss in my life. Now, I have no idea why the Lord wanted me to tell you all that. (laughs) But in the middle of this prayer, he decided this is what I needed to tell you. Oh, he's telling somebody else. Okay, you need a spade. You need some potting soil. You need a container. You need to let him pick out the roses because he's going to pick the brand he wants. He doesn't care if you don't like the price. He's going to get the ones he wants to get. And you may as well just roll with them, amen? That's the word of the Lord to you. So that's the way I do that. You know, everybody does what they do, but that's what I do. So you see my my mother's side of the family, that was the family flower. It was the rose. Well, Jesus is a rose to us too. He's fragrant. See, if you've never smelled a fragrant rose, you've been missing it. I know gardenias smell wonderful. Trust me, I do. But roses have a a special fragrance that the Lord gave them. They have these velvety petals that are simply beautiful, and they start little, and they open up into a beautiful flower. But be careful because they come with thorns. You know, like life, it opens like a beautiful flower, 
But be careful. It comes with thorns. Amen? You see, there's bitter and there's sweet. And God knows how to mix each element in balance to bring our lives to the place that he wants them to be. Jesus had beautiful moments, healing people, delivering them, setting them free. But he also had moments of torture and pain and suffering and anguish. He did not get, um, oh, well, that just happened when they chopped off John the Baptist's head. You see, John the Baptist was his cousin. It hit home in more than one way. And sometimes we've been hurt in an area so many times that when it happens the next time, we just kind of let it glance off like, oh, that's happened before. But that's not what Jesus said. Every single life is important. And if that life was important to you, when they transition to the next life, there's supposed to be a celebration that happens in your heart, especially if you know they went to heaven. You're not supposed to just say, oh, well, no. You're not supposed to grieve forever either. At some point, your sorrow is to turn into joy. And so I had to plant three rose bushes because the sorrow of them departing my life has turned into joy. Amen. It's real. And if you're sitting there trying to hold on to your grief and sorrow and not allowing God to break that up so that the joy bursts forth, then you need to switch what you're doing because his joy is your strength. So your marriage broke up. Okay, it did. It happens all the time. But the sorrow has got to pass away so that the joy of the Lord can come forth. So you lost a child. That's a grievous thing. But you cannot grieve forever. At some point, the joy that that person's life brought into your life must break forth before the throne of God and give him praise. Amen? There are a lot of separations that happen in this life, and we don't have control over all of them. But once we look back, we celebrate what God got done, not necessarily what the person did or what we did, but what God accomplished. Amen? Amen. That's what the Lord wanted you to know. So to whomever, this is your part of the sermon already. And I didn't write it down, so don't ask me to type it out to you, okay? You'll just have to recast. Praise the Lord. You know, um, I have to tell them that too, if I don't mind. Okay, I don't mind. I've had boyfriends in the past, that are in the grave. And no, I didn't put them there, okay? Don't go there. <laughs> They're dead now. <laughs> Brother Bill, stop laughing. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> okay, we're going to laugh today. <laughs> they passed from this life. 
And I think at least one of them made heaven. And uh, so the Lord was talking to me about that situation, that they passed away. But they can see now from heaven who I really am. And they're rejoicing in what God has done with me. See, there's rejoicing on the other side, and there's rejoicing here. Amen? Amen. So if you're still stuck in that place, it's God saying it's time to get out of that place. It's time to go on because the rejoicing is real. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do I have to tell me That's all. Yay! <laughs> now, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus, and we cover our transportation with the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that whether it's rain or shine, we're covered. We cover our property with the blood of Jesus. We bind all the demons that the devil's trying to send to us while we're, ha- while we're asleep, half sleep, going back to sleep. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst with the linking shield, shields up in Jesus' name. We thank you for all the angels, the praising angels, the ministering spirits. But most of all, we thank you for your presence in our midst. We pull out all the voodoo pins, every voodoo pin. Pull it just like you were pulling a straight pin out. Pull it right out, just like that. All the fiery darts, needles, spears, voodoo and everything being sent to us from the demonic realm. We cut and burn all ungodly silver coins and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and tear down and blow up all the walls of protection around the shamans, the globalists, the nanotechnology, the satanists, the wizards, the warlocks, the witches, the sorcerers, the divinators, the liars, and such. We break the power of every love spell, witchcraft, psychic thoughts, psychic prayer, fetish, charm, spell, curse, hex, vex, all sorcery, magic, and voodoo, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment incantations, diseases, diseases, incense and candle burnings, chanting, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals, and sins. We command you to leave us now and never return in Jesus' name. We are the blessed of the Lord. We are the redeemed of the Lord. And all your spirits of evil we send back in Jesus' name. We release over the saints of the Lord the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we receive your blood, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. Brother Bill is still laughing, y'all. I just want you to know that. He is still laughing. Amen. I this up in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
boyfriend's story, but you got it. That's it. <laughs> and we're going on. <laughs> At least you didn't get the dog story. So just be grateful. Okay? Just be grateful. Amen. So, the Lord wants to talk to us about resting in the Lord. Resting in the Lord. Saints, Jesus arose from the grave in an overcoming and victorious display of love, mercy, and power of Almighty God. Amen. 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 In Matthew chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. Matthew chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. Matthew chapter 28, beginning with verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. So they got up early in the morning and went to the graveyard, okay? And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven. Hmm. Behold, there was a great earthquake. Why? Because the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. That's interesting. It does not say he rolled back the stone from the door so Jesus could get out. Mm, You didn't think about that, did you? It says he came, he descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat down. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Okay, so I guess he scared them there a bit. What you think? And the angel answered and said unto the women, fear not ye. You know, Jesus is still doing that message, the fear not message. And we need to listen to him, don't we? Mm-hmm. For I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay? So they went to go, you know how that is. I'm going to go see this. I'm going to go see this. And go quickly. They got instructions. See, everybody gets instructions from God. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. So that means he'd already left, and he was headed for Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. Hmm, that's interesting. That's real interesting. You're headed crocodile to the graveyard, and then there's this earthquake. 
And the next thing you know is this big angel sitting there waiting for you to show up to tell you, don't be afraid. Jesus isn't in the grave. He rose. See, he's not there anymore. Go tell the disciples that he's risen from the dead. And he's already gone ahead of you into Galilee, and you'll see him there. Amen. So on resurrection morning, Jesus Christ was still at work. He was awake. Think of that. Think of all of this stuff he's been through. And he was up and going. He was going about to finish those matters which regarded his attention. They required his attention. Yes, he was still about doing his father's business as he headed to Galilee. No, he did not stop for a cup of coffee and a donut. No. He was prompt to do it in his business. No, he was tying up loose ends as we call it, needless to say, none of us would have been out and about as he was. You see, saints, he really is the prince of peace. After all of the painful, torturing, horrendous, murderous, defaming, and deadly acts, which he had recently endured. He was not in the bed recovering from burnout. Hmm. He was up, alive, traveling to Galilee, focused on his appearance to his disciples. Now, you know we wouldn't have done it that way. We wouldn't have. Mm-mm. We'd have had to stand there and inspect every stripe, every nail scar. Every, you know how we go on and on. But that's not what Jesus did. We need to change. Amen. Ouch. We need to change. Ah, oh, yes, his disciples. Let's talk about the disciples. Weary, grieving, perplexed, in anguish. Reeling in worry, pain, agony, suffering, fear, and disbelief. They were having a hard time, to say the least. It all seemed so surreal and so bizarre to them. Here they were, fearing for their lives. Here they were. Fearing for their lives. Jesus has left the graveyard. He's headed to Galilee to come find them and see about them. And here they are behind locked doors, fearing for their lives. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 19. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 19. The Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples 
were assembled for the fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. They had everything but peace. They were in turmoil. But he said, Peace be unto you. By the way, he did not knock on the door. No helicopter dropped him from the roof. He did not parachute in. He did not do the Star Trek number of dematerializing and and rematerializing. That's not the way it went. He just appeared. Now, they had seen him do stuff before that was out of the ordinary, but that was a new one. Amen? They were already at wit's end. They were already emotionally completely distraught. They were hiding out from the Jews and scared. So they probably weren't going to open the door anyway. And then he just appears and says, peace be unto you. He always has the answer we need, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Amen. Saints, we are a lot like the disciples. We often need prayer for depression, oppression, or if we are experiencing an unusual level of fear. You see, saints, from time to time, we become depressed because things are not going the way we planned, the way we dreamed, or the way we desired. Such stress gives way to spiritual, emotional, and physical distress. Some of us, break out in unusual allergic reactions. Some of us become angry in response to fear. Others of us experience serious gastric upset. Some of us just zone out. Yet still others of us experience restlessness to the point that we just cannot sleep. Yes, some of us have difficulty in sleeping through the night. Many of us still have not understood that it is the will of God for us to have peace and rest. Peace and rest. Exodus chapter 34, verse 21 Exodus chapter 34, verse 21. Exodus chapter 34 and verse 21. Six days thou shalt work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest in airing time and in harvest thou shalt rest. It's not a suggestion, it's a command. Amen? Yes, saints, peace is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Peace, peace, and more peace, so that you rest throughout the night. 
It is frustrating to keep awakening in the night, not able to return to sleep. As we know, God is not the author of confusion. It is not his will for us to become so perplexed that all we can do is stare at the darkness and relive each of our cares and then toss to and fro, toss to and fro, move the pillow here, move the pillow there, shift the covers here, kick them with your feet, roll over, and start it again. That's not the point. Amen. All right. I know I'm preaching to the right group. Psalms 4, verse 8, the book of Psalms, Psalm 4, verse 8. Psalm 4, verse 8. Oh, it is? Okay. I will both lay me down in peace. He does not say lay me down in frustration. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. It does not say, I will both lay me down in strife and sleep. It does not say, I will both lay me down in aggravation and sleep. It doesn't say that. It says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. Amen. Amen. Psalm 127, verse 2. Psalm 127, verse 2. Psalm 127, verse 2. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. I have instructed in this ministry over the years that God's will for his children is sweet rest. God's will calls us to cast a bundle of our care upon him. We are called to have confidence that our heavenly father cares for us and will take care of us. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 24 Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 24. Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, beginning with verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So you see, if they give you a pink slip, that means that you cannot spend the night with the pink slip in your mind and toss and turn and toss and turn and sit up, go to the refrigerator, go to the bathroom, come back and toss and turn. 
We got it? God's not doing that dance. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Yes, sir. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Thank you. He takes care of that. Come on, he takes care of mosquitoes, okay? And them little slimy-looking little lizard kind of things that run in your garage. I was chasing one with a shovel yesterday, but he was faster than me. That's what happened. Anyway. <laughs> Brother Bill's telling jokes again, y'all. <laughs> It's God's will for us to cast the bundle of our care upon him. We are called to have confidence that our Heavenly Father cares for us and will take care of us. Amen? He will actually take care of us. But, you know, you have to believe him. That's very important. You can't pretend that you don't know what he said just because you want to have a pity party. Amen? Jesus goes to celebrations, not pity parties. Saints, we must learn to trust our God more than we do now. Worrying certainly won't help. Saints, Jesus teaches us not to worry about the future. Well, I don't know what the judge is going to say. Well, if you just be patient, he'll let you know. We're not supposed to worry about the future, nor about his faithfulness to supply our daily needs. He knows what we have need of. Every saint should desire to experience God's best for his children. Psalm 23, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 23, beginning with verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen? I'm glad we finally agree about that. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, Pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall, what? Reward thee openly. And when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, 
for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. Why? For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. It's the truth. Why worry, saints, when we can wait patiently in faith, believing. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 26. Verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. They just walk around flapping through the air, making more birds just like them, eating up all your earthworms, and whatever else they find to munch on. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit into his statue? Uh, some people in here can't, I can tell you that. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith, that swears there's nothing in their wardrobe? Ah. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. It's not shocking to him, okay? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. You can't do more than one day at a time. Amen? Amen. So we have orders from Jesus Christ himself, how we're supposed to handle that. Saints, our Savior, gives us an example of how we should behave. Matthew chapter 8, beginning with verse 23. Matthew chapter 8, beginning with verse 23. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 8, beginning with verse 23. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. The ship was covered with the waves. 
Anybody that's been out to sea knows those waves are not tiny. Amen? But he was asleep. He was asleep. The, the wind and the waves were having a good time, flipping everything over, water going everywhere, tossing the boat to and fro, and he was sound asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. See, he released the peace again. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Amen? Amen. Jesus was asleep. Now, it may have been tossing to and fro outside of him, but he wasn't tossing to and fro. He was sound asleep. So you say, but that was Jesus, Pastor. Okay, then let's consider Acts chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Let's consider Acts chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12, beginning with verse 1. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. We would have bound his vex and sent it back to him. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. So he's out there deliberately murdering the disciples of Jesus. He's actually assassinating. And because he saw it please the Jews, some sick people, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quarantarians of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hand. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. Obedience. Half asleep, half awake, obedient. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. Obedient. And wist not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. 
He was obedient in the middle of his dream, so he thought. Now, saints, we got to grow now. So, yes, saints, Peter was sleeping between two smelly soldiers bound with two chains. No sleep number mattress for him. The angel didn't speak to awake Peter. No, he had to slap him on the side. Peter was seriously asleep. Now, we can clearly see in the scripture that even in the most uncomfortable and threatening circumstances, for they intended to kill him the next day, you can sleep soundly while trusting the Lord. You can sleep soundly while trusting the Lord. They're planning to kill you the next day. There is no way that most of us would think we could get any sleep, having been apprehended, arrested, and roughed up and treated horribly between two smelly soldiers, and we're tied with two chains. No pillow, no cushion, none of that. Prisons, by the way, don't have the best fragrance, in case you were wondering. So in the midst of all this, Peter is sound asleep. He isn't paying any attention to the chains, nor to the soldiers, nor to the smelly prison, nor to that hard, cold floor. None of it. He goes to sleep. He's not having a pity party. He's not singing Kumbaya. He is sound asleep. Okay? So no matter what the circumstances, you ought to be able to sleep while you trust the Lord. Amen? Mm-hmm. See, he'd already been through the experience after Jesus died on the cross when they were hiding out from the Jews. He'd already been through that experience. So here he is much later with a different experience, and he already knows what to do. Go to sleep. There you go. Just knock out on him. Amen. That's what he decided to do, and he was right. The angel didn't speak to him and say, Peter, I need you to wake up. No, he had to bop him because Peter was gone. He was serious in sleep. He could show you what REM sleep was for. Amen. So now we can clearly see that even in the most uncomfortable and threatening circumstances, we can sleep soundly while trusting the Lord. It is Satan's intent to use worry and fear to exaggerate our troubles. It is God's will for us to rest in him. And your choice is, you have to decide. Amen? Luke chapter 21, verse 34. Luke chapter 21, verse 34. Luke chapter 21, verse 34. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness, here we go, and cares of this life. And cares of this life. 
so that day come upon you unaware. Take heed to yourself that you are not overly preoccupied with the problems of this life like all the rest of the world. Keep a constant watch on this, the Lord says. Some of us are so overcome with worry, anxiety, and stress that our fretting breaks forth into our dreams. Mm-hmm. Psalm 37, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 37, beginning with verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Who? He shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be, yea, Thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnashes upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and the needy and to slay such as be of Upright conversation, to slay, S-L-A-Y, such as be of upright conversation. That's why we have spiritual warfare. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, into smoke shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again. But the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Ah, the wicked borroweth and payeth not again. Hmm. All right, say. Verse 22. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, 
Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. Yet he passeth away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. He is their strength in the time of trouble. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Amen? Fretting is the result of our attempts to carry and bear a burden which should have been cast on the Lord. Hmm. Wringing your hands? That's not what they're for. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 5. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. How should I do this? Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. That's how. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour whom resist steadfast in the faith. Amen? Steadfast in the faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28. Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you're one of those things that's running, okay, uh, my child is, 
okay, and my mother this, and my cousin this, and they just keep on this one and that one and this, and you just keep on going in your little circuit, running back and forth, and la da 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 da. You need to sit down. You need to park it and spend some time with the Lord. You're doing too much ripping and running here, there, and everywhere to solve everybody else's problem, and God's trying to get through to you. God is trying to get through to you. Allow him. Jesus says to us, come to me and I will give you rest. All who work hard beneath an exhausting burden, wear my yoke instead. I will show you how to do it. I am gentle and humble and you will find my rest for your soul. The will of God for our lives is not automatic. We should do what ought to be done so that God will be involved in our circumstances. Saints, it is the will of God for you to enjoy your rest. What you must do is to take authority over the powers of darkness that would try to interfere with God's stated will for your life. After you have properly prayed scriptural warfare prayers, confess the word of God as a part of your daily life. Hmm, who would have thought of that, you say? Well, join me in Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Beginning with verse 20, Proverbs chapter 4, beginning with verse 20. My son, attend to my word. Incline, that means clean your ears out and pay attention. Incline thine ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. So I guess you have to read this more than one time. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. That means you can't go off and do something else and forget what he said. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. His words, his sayings, are health to your flesh. His words, his sayings, his scriptures are literal health to your flesh. So you have this disease. His word is health to your flesh. But he is not going to come to your house and dig in the jar of the scriptures there and take it out and rub it on you like a sack. You got to do that part yourself. Amen? Your teeth don't work too well. Well, get the word and brush your teeth more often. You'll do better. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Be careful what goes into your heart. It'll cause you to go wrong or right. Amen? This is your prescription. I suggest you follow it. Philippians 4, beginning with verse 6. Philippians 4, beginning with verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Be careful or anxious or fretful or stressful or worrying for absolutely nothing. Positively, nothing. 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the what? The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But you have to start back here where it says be careful for nothing. You've got to do that part first. I know what you like to do. You like to skip that part and jump straight into the everything by prayer and supplication. Then you skip the with thanksgiving, and you go straight to let your request be made known unto God. Well, it doesn't work that way. You have to do it the way he wrote it because that's the prescription. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let, allow the peace of God to rule in your heart. Rule in my heart. Yeah, like an umpire at a game. You know, at the football game, it's that I finally figured out it's that man with that white cap on. It's him. They over there fighting and breaking up the fight and this and that, and the man shows up with the white cap on. And whatever he says, that's the way it goes. And 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 even if what's that guy called? the coach on the other side says bad words that they cover it up so we can't read his lips. What that man in the white hat, hat says, that's what goes. And let the peace of God rule just like that in your heart. That's what's supposed to happen when you cast down imagination. When you actually act the word, the umpire rises up and says to that thought that's wrong, that stinking thinking, out. But see, you have to do your part, you see. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body. The whole body of Christ is commanded to do it this way. And be ye thankful, not murmuring, complaining, fault-finding, finger-pointing, you know, the usual. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusteth in thee. If you don't do the trusting part, you're not going to get the perfect peace. We got it? All right. It's like you forget to put the flour in the cake. I don't know what you're going to eat when it comes out. No, that thing ought to go in the garbage. Psalm 4, verse 8, we'll visit again. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. You can't switch it around. You have to do the lay me down in peace part, and then the sleep comes. Right? Right. Proverbs 3, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24. This is your prescription. When thou liest down, there are conditions on lying down, you see, thou shalt not be afraid, okay? That's a command. When you lie down, the fear supposed to already be gone, right? 
because you've already done 2 Corinthians 10 and 5 and Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, right? Right. Check, check. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. So the fear has got to go first. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 127, verse 2. Psalm 127, verse 2. It's vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late and to eat the bread of sorrow and just stare at the TV screen, even though you're really not watching it, you're staring at it because your mind is still on whatever is wrong. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. He giveth his beloved sleep. That means at some point you're supposed to be able to go to bed, right? Amen. Psalm 119, verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law. So that means you're going to have to love his word if you want great peace. And nothing shall offend them. That would be lovely. I rather like that one, and nothing shall offend them. So maybe we need to love the word more than we do. That might help. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. I know you know this one by heart. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. We're doing so good today. Heavenly Father, I thank you that I can commit every anxiety, stressful event, worry, and care to you. I receive from you the peace of God, and that peace rules my heart and mind. I allow it to be so. My mind and heart are fixed on you. I bind every thought which fights against your word. Therefore, I have perfect peace. When I lie down, my sleep shall be sweet, and I have peace and safety. I am your beloved, and you have promised your beloved sweet rest. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that I have great peace and because I love and because I love and because I love the word of God, nothing shall offend me. I'm not going to bed in a huff. Father, I thank you that when I lie down, I receive blessings from you and I choose to cast every unbelieving, anxious thought on you. I know that you care for me. Amen? Amen. Amen. Is there anything, saints, you don't understand? You got that one? Well, great. Stand for the benediction. Stand for the benediction. Amen. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And everyone said, Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Now, you need to go do what God said to do. You heard his word. You've gotten his commands. You know what's expected. Now, just do what he said. Pastor loves you. Enjoy a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. Don't overeat. This, we have already bound up gluttony. Do not overeat, but enjoy yourself. Amen? Enjoy the bounty that the Lord has provided for you. Amen? All right. Pastor loves you. Talk to you later. God bless. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.